Hello everyone, my name is Colin and this is the Living with Hope podcast. Hello and welcome back. As we continue our journey through the spiritual disciplines, we are now encountering one that I think we all know is important and we would all say is important, but is difficult to practice. And that is the spiritual discipline of evangelism. You see, there's nothing more invigorating, in my opinion, than talking to somebody else about things that are important to me, things that I enjoy, and things that have impacted my life. And I think you would say the same thing. Now, the whole context of the Christian faith is that Jesus Christ has transformed our lives in such a way as that we are now new creations through his work, redeemed and reconciled to God by all that Christ has accomplished for us. This is life-changing. This is deep. This is meaningful. And I have to tell you, I love talking about it. And that's part of the reason for this podcast. But the thing is, we don't find ourselves in evangelistic conversations all that often. Maybe you do. And if you do, please let me know because I would love to have you on the podcast to share some tips and how you engage other people with the gospel in everyday life. I think that we don't engage in evangelism on a regular basis because it is a spiritual discipline. Now, I know that the Holy Spirit has has empowered some to be evangelists and is more natural or uh, fluid for them to engage the gospel into conversation. But the reality is that I think many of us avoid evangelism and avoid sharing our faith with other people, one, because we don't know how to do it, And two, because it is a personal discipline that has an outward expression. In other words, when we are practicing the spiritual discipline of evangelism, people know it. People see it. They can hear it in all that we are up to. The reality about evangelism, though, is that it is not about a method, but it is about being involved in it and engaging in other people's lives. You see, Our goal with the spiritual disciplines, as I remind you once again, coming out of 1 Timothy 4.7, is to grow in godliness, to discipline ourselves in godliness. And the reality is that godliness rubs off. Jesus Christ's own godliness, his righteousness, has become our own because it rubbed off on us. He has given it to us. So if we are pursuing godliness, then brothers and sisters, it will rub off and impact those around us. I'm constantly reminded uh, out of the Proverbs where it says, "The righteous, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. In other, no, other words, when we grow in our righteousness, when we um, are prosperous as godly people after God's own heart, it rubs off on those around us and they rejoice and prosper because of it. Now, I think we can all agree that Jesus Christ expects his followers to talk about him. I can point to Matthew 28, Luke 24, John 20, Acts 1, 8, Mark 6, 15, go and proclaim the gospel in the whole world. Jesus expects that we will talk about him because, like I said, we talk about things that are meaningful and impactful to us, things that we are passionate about and that have changed our lives, would go against what I want to accomplish here. You see, when we practice the spiritual disciplines, it's not because we're drumming it up, or not because we're supposed to, or not because we're just putting the effort into to to gut it out. 
or to strive to have this happen in our lives. We do this out of what has been done for us. Because God loved us, we express this love to others. And I think 1 Peter 2.9 really encapsulates this very well. It says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. To be a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Now these things, see this verse doesn't start with, hey, you need to go and tell people about Jesus. It starts with our identity. And I think that's the truth for all of evangelism. That if we are going to go share our faith with other people, it starts with who we are now in Christ. We are a chosen people. Seem maybe vague or what do they mean to us? But, you know, as a chosen people, we know that God has done a special work in our lives. We know that we are no longer the same as we were. As a royal priesthood, this now means that we have an intimate connection with the Father, that through Jesus Christ, we are able to enter the throne room, especially through prayer, to come before God and intercede on other people's behalf. And what a priest really did was step into the gap between God and sinful people. So as a royal priesthood, we enter in now as the hands and feet of Jesus Christ to express who God is to those who don't know him or express who God truly is to those who are misunderstanding of who God of who he is. A holy nation means that we no longer live by the same rules of this world, but that we are striving to live kingdom lives in our communities. This should be a natural proclamation of our of evangelism that if we are living lives that glorify God because we have encountered him and transformed by him and now spend time in his word, in Bible intake, and in his presence, this should flow out to those around us. And we get to do this because we are God's special possession. Doesn't that sound like a wonderful reality that we are God's special possession, that he views us as something precious, something that he loves dearly. And then because of all of this reality, because of not just what God has done for us, but now who we are and how he views us and what he says about us, we get to declare the praises of him who called us out of the darkness into his wonderful light. That is evangelism. When other people have a question, that we are prepared to give an answer that points to the one who has changed everything for us. But it's still a discipline. And it doesn't come easy, brothers and sisters. Oftentimes, uh, you may feel like the answer to somebody's question is, I don't know, because you're scared to get into a deep conversation. That means evangelism is really that practice of, of giving ourselves over to the other person, about sharing intimately something about ourselves that is meaningful and really being vulnerable. Evangelism isn't always about having all the right answers, but it is about giving answers of how God has changed our lives. You know, sometimes I think we scared of failure, scared of the idea that if somebody does ask us a question and that we enter into sharing our faith with them, that if we fail, it reflects poorly on God. And that is why as I just did, we need to start with our identity in God because God's identity is unflappable. No matter how many times we fail, he does not change. 
No matter how many times we may misspeak in his name, we do not hinder his mighty eternal mission, his redemptive work. Because, brothers and sisters, evangelism isn't about winning people to God. God can do that on his own. But it is an act of worship and expressing who God is to us in a way that the people that we talk to understand. You see, see, if we're scared of failure, we have to realize that the one we follow didn't bat a thousand. Jesus Christ didn't win everyone to God. Oh, that might have been a, a heady statement, but let me just break it down. Salvation, yes. Jesus procured, um, gained one, paid, brought salvation availability to everyone. But when he was on earth, there were many people who rejected him. We just have to look to the scribes and Pharisees and realize that what Jesus said to them may have been the right answer to their question, but they didn't start to follow God in that moment. Or you can just think about the rich young ruler who thought it was too great a price what Jesus was saying to him and walked away. And that's in Mark 10, 21 and 22. Was Jesus a failure when people abandoned him or when people rejected him? No, and that's what we need to understand. It's not about pass or failure, but it's about engaging and sharing. And so we get to, to join Jesus in his success. That is what he's given us as his brothers and sisters. When we practice the spiritual gift of evangelism, we're actually entering into a success story. So we need to stop striving or fearing God's work, but dis discipline us ourselves in participating because it is not about actually the actual work, but when we practice sharing our faith with other people, we are spending time with God, appreciating what he has done with us. And the wonderful thing, the Holy Spirit empowers us to share. We read that in Acts 1.8. We're in Romans 1.16. We can read that as Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Or we can read in, in Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel. And that is what the spiritual discipline of evangelism is really about, about transforming how we think and act in regards to the work of Jesus Christ. Are we going to live it out loud for other people to see? Are we going to live it as an example to those around us in the public space? See, we have the motivation. That's our salvation. We have the message. That's the gospel. We have the power to be evangelists. That's the Holy Spirit. And we have an audience because the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. But it is just a matter of doing it, of knowing that we get to do it. Not that it's a should, but that we get to because of the wonderful work of Christ in our lives. And the wonderful thing about evangelism and the spiritual discipline of evangelism is that it gets us out of the echo chamber of the church. We get to take our faith to the street and see if we are living a faith that is compatible with scripture as we talked about the intake and does our do our lives reflect what was found in scripture, and can we do it in such a way that it is fragrant and wonderful and actually good news to those who hear it? Now, you may be wondering and asking me, Colin, well then, what is the gospel? What am I sharing with other people? And I like Tim Keller's quote him about this, and it's that through the person and work of Jesus Christ, God fully accomplishes salvation for us 
rescuing us from judgment for sin into fellowship with him, and that he restores the creation in which we enjoy our new life together with him forever. In other words, the gospel is that God is reconciling and redeeming all things to himself through the work and person of Jesus Christ, and that, yes, this is for our benefit, a free gift for us. So I want to challenge you. If we look at evangelism as a spiritual discipline, and we think that it is living the gospel out loud in our communities so that other people may uh, come to know or maybe get a clear picture of who God is, then what is the gospel? I encourage you to uh, research with Tim Keller. He's got a wonderful explanation of it that's just simply called Tim Keller Explains the Gospel because the gospel is big. And yes, there is one gospel because it is through Jesus Christ, but there are different methods for explaining it. There is tension within it. And brothers and sisters, it is everything that Christ has accomplished for us. So maybe you need to go back and re-listen to what I said or look Look up Tim Keller's explanation of the gospel. And then I want to encourage you that to be an evangelist, you need to know the gospel in your own words to live it out in your own life. Jesus Christ has done the work of salvation in your life, but evangelism is engaging those around you with what Christ has done for you. And so write the gospel out in your own words. Prepare it so that you do have an answer for your neighbor or your friend who asks, why is your faith important to you? You see, the more we pursue Christ, the more we are with Christ, and the more we will want to proclaim Christ. As 1 Corinthians 9.23 says, I do all things for the sake of the gospel so that I may become a fellow partaker of it. See, Paul knew that the more he shared the gospel, the more he was able to partake of it and know it more because this is the life that Christ lived. Jesus proclaimed the kingdom at all times, in all ways, proclaiming the gospel wherever he went. It is living the Christ in me life amongst the world, Christ with me, and I with Christ. We get to say, I with them, for the benefit of those around us, for my own edification, and for God's glory. I hope that you engage in the spiritual discipline of evangelism. That wraps up the podcast for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, email them to colin at mylivinghope.ca. Have a great week and God bless.